When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome in. Happy Friday. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Uh, we have got Donna Valentine, who has uh, just encountered a small little technical glitch. One of those really frustrating pull your hair out things when you've done all the right things. And then uh, and then a computer just totally dies. So she had it plugged in all night. Calls me right before the dirt alert. We had Uh-oh. seen, we saw her. We saw her second. Yeah. She was there. She checked in. She did a sound check with me. So we were all set, ready to go. Yeah, she was putting stuff into our our prep earlier mm-hmm. today. We were rearranging the show. It was great. And now she's gone. But uh, hopefully, we'll get her back here um, in just a little bit. Meanwhile, we do have Zamboni. Hey, hey. who is you're here all three hours? Yes, right? I am. Yep. So is this is this to help offset just the weird week that? You and Holly both had. Is it like, let's just do a little shuffling around here? This was actually planned in advance. I think Holly's just taking a little half day, which is always fun because I think anyone who has to take a half day and then they still have to come into work at 4.30 in the morning, that's pretty impressive. So she's going to take a little half day today, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. What a way to do a (laughs) half day. Been here all day. Uh, By the way, it's a Friday. And if you're new to a Friday show on the Don and Steve experience, we do a little something called Slow Jam, which, listen, not all. Every single listener likes, but not every single listener likes anything. Oh, I have to remind you of a funny compliment that I got. Oh, nice. um, but uh, many of you really love the slow jam. So that happens at 1130 today, hour three, if you're listening on the podcast, where they take a segment or two that we've done earlier in the week. And in the moment, we were convinced that this is good. This is good radio. This is a good way <laughs> to value your time. Um, and so we'll get into that. We'll play the College Pop Culture Knowledge today at 1030 as well, um, but the a funny compliment. So yesterday, of course, we all it was all snow all the time. Everybody talking about the storm, and it turns out some places did really get some uh, big snow. We'll talk a little snow totals here uh, in a little bit on the show. But I just got <laughs> I just got a funny compliment from someone on uh, Instagram. Many of you, thank you guys. You've reached out and been really um, nice. They we posted the you know the snow shoot that I did for Kelly and Ryan yeah. yesterday. I did it in the backyard, kind of dragged a living room setup out there and all that. So. It was fun. A lot of you were so nice. Somebody (laughs) sent me this message, though. Sometimes you just annoy me. But yesterday you were hilarious. To which I responded, you win the most unique compliment of the day. Thank you, Chris, whoever you are. Uh, But, yeah, that was uh, it was a whole lot of fun. If you missed it, it's up on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page. Uh, It's up on my, you know, instant Facebook as well. But I essentially dragged... Some I tried to do a mock living room setup in my backyard, and so it was it required getting out there, and you know you got to shovel the yard, which is weird. But I had to carve out a rectangle area 
where I could then take this old throw rug that we had that is rather cute, I might say. And if anyone's interested, please contact me on Facebook uh, Messenger uh, or Swap or Marketplace, whatever the heck it is. But it was there, so I brought that out, did a, an end table with a lamp, ran an extension cord, had two lamps out there, throw blanket, a couple of books. Now, I will admit, um, <clears throat> I grabbed Kelly Ripa's book at one point, and uh, so we had my daughter fake reading that. And then the other uh, neighbor girl, who is also my young daughter, Lila's age, like seven or eight, she was reading Matthew Perry's tell-all memoir. So I had to tell these girls, hey, listen, don't open those books until you hear me talking to the camera. That means we're on TV again. But do not read the book. Just open the book. It will be just sort of a little funny ha-ha, but do not start reading because, yeah. you know, those books use adult language. Enough? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Were they so excited to be on TV? They were excited to be on TV. They were south of so excited, but they were excited. <laughs> They've been on TV a few times before, and and uh, you know, I think the I think the neighbor girls were excited about. It. The only bummer was at the very end. I said, "Say hi, Kelly and Ryan," and so they all do it in unison. But my audio sort of clipped out at that point because it was my phone, guys. All right, it was a phone in a backyard. So that was pretty go good, so well. though. I mean, I watched the whole thing. They gave you a lot of time, especially in that first segment. Well, you know, that's such a dream come true because, especially when you're doing a snowshoot, you are you're just usually there's some effort involved, right? You're waking up early, you're coming up with a plan, you're prepping it the day before, and so the day before they said, "Look, we have one guest and one cooking segment, so we think we're gonna have." A lot of time to play around during host chat. And then the added bonus was, we think we're even going to have some time to come to you at the end of the show as well. And so that was when they had challenged me to make the the snowman. That It was impossible. Snowman snow yesterday because it was so light and fluffy. So that's why I pivoted to what turned out to just be Jabba the Hutt as a just a, a snow blob with two sticks on the side of them. And all we had were funny. baby carrots. You know, they had a little faux pas yesterday. Um they were talking, and Gelman accidentally got into the, into the. <laughs> I saw um, that. Walked yeah, right into the shot. Into, yes, and I was like, "Oh, I saw him go get in," and then he took like steps back, and then he got out. My fa- that like, happened, at that point, you might as well just be in it. Last week at NBA All Star Weekend, there was a moment as well where they're they're going down the line. So you have all these basketball players; they're lined up. I love these kind of TV bloopers. All the basketball players lined up, five of them. They're going to introduce them. Here's player one. Here's player two. So there's an official. After they introduce them all, there's some rules official who goes out to talk to player number one who's first up. And it's like, you know, sorry, you have to shoot the ball here and then start at this side. And then the camera suddenly pans back to them. And he realizes in this moment that he is now on television. Not the guy, not the NBA player, the guy with the headset who was helping out. And if you would have seen the sudden paralyzing fear that came over this man's face and then he went one way but the camera had already gone that way so then he had to he ended up juking like three different times his hips are getting out of socket and finally he gets out of there by essentially just turning tucking his tail and like bolting out of the shot but those moments are are very enjoyable for us yes definitely always for the viewer let me be very clear uh, but yeah, right. so it was a uh, it was a good time, and now the the roads are they're good. I was a little nervous. I thought it might be a little uh, sketchy this morning, maybe some refreeze. But I think a lot of people. Let us give a double horn honk, 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 honk. to Mindot. 
A lot of people have been uh, praising MnDOT. Folks who came into, if you went into work, wherever you work, yesterday, a lot of people were saying, oh, the the, the highways were, were good. They were cleared. And so MnDOT was really getting after it. So way to go. And it turns out, you know, there was a whole bunch of snow in s- certain spots that really dumped on the place. So yippee-ki-yay yeah, for that. great job. Yay. And I'm so glad the snow is light. It's fluffy. I went out. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to shovel a little bit. I just kicked the snow. And I'm mm. like, what? This is like paper. It it's was just so, it so was, light. Well, you know, I shred gnar. I'm a skier now. I, I ski. I have oh, a Breckenridge sweatshirt on right now. If anybody has questions about Colorado, any questions, please email me. Um, this powder would be a dream come true for oh, a skier. Oh, would it? Really? Oh, this is the ski powder that they talk about. They want this light stuff that you pick up in your hands and like like sand. It just sort of floats right back down through your fingers. It's You don't want that heavy, wet snow. This snow was so okay. good, but if you want to make a snowman, you want the heavy, wet snow. Yeah, or a snowball fight. Um, yeah. Let us get uh, real, real quick. We are uh, out of time. We'll give you a little 60-second version of some entertainment headlines here, though. Um, Alec Baldwin pleading not guilty in the rust shooting. I, is, I don't know. Correct. Is this like a formality of just this is kind of what he's got to do? And then the, I don't know if this thing actually goes to trial. Does it? Will it? Oh, I think we lost her again. So you don't so, know. Yeah, she's she gone. That was a question for her. Oh, it was, yeah. And now it's a hypothetical question yeah. for her. Um, and then People Magazine uh, writing about uh, Grey's Anatomy stars paying tribute to the iconic Ellen Pompeo ahead of Meredith Grey's farewell episode, which I uh, believe, you know, this is her last season. She at one point said Grey's Anatomy will only go as long as I go, but um, I think it's going to continue after her, I don't think a formal announcement has been made on the part of ABC that says, that says hey, we're going to wrap this up. So, um, anyway, my wife is still watching the show. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, uh, she was still watching the show last I had heard. So, people still watch. It still gets ratings. I talked uh, about it when I was in high school, like getting through high school. Just had a, actually just got to college, still living yeah. with my mom type thing. She was watching the show. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's 17 years later. I'm sitting down hanging out with my uh, fiance and she's like, oh, yeah, let's watch this Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, wait a minute. This is weird. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's it's been, wild. It's been 19 seasons. It's almost like a soap opera yeah, at this point. You exactly. know, it probably could. These medical dramas, mm-hmm. when a hospital is the setting, since you have so many different little independent one-off storylines you can keep it feeling kind of fresh i think um so hey maybe they'll be a soap opera maybe they'll be on for 40 seasons uh when we come back let's do a little breakdown of some of the snow totals that happened because there was a point where some of us thought wait a minute i thought we were getting snow and then uh if you walked in your yard or if you looked at the snow totals i saw some pictures and thought oh I think we did get some snow, so we'll do a little bit of that, have some fun. Um, And I will tell you the one purchase, I mentioned it earlier this week, but if you haven't made it yet, make it today. What a difference it makes. That, when we come back, it is Donna and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve, My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Earlier this week, (coughs) excuse me, where talk was flake. We talked all, we did a temporary image transition where we went from where talk is fun, WTF, to where talk is flake. And we will talk one more day of Flake, and I, can't, I guess kind of retrospectively look back and say, was it worth all the hype? And I think there was a time, I'll tell you this, there was a time for me on uh, Wednesday night where I looked and thought, when is it going to start snowing? And when will the snowflakes get bigger? They never really got, at least in Chaska, they never got big and heavy like they had been calling for until... 
about 5 a.m. when I woke up on Thursday, I looked out and it was getting pretty good. But it was never like the huge, you know, those huge snowflakes that it feels like you can look out your window a half hour later and there's an inch of snow. Sure. Yeah. Um, it never quite got to that. But then I think we went from, did it really snow as much as I said it was going to snow into, oh, I think it did kind of snow quite a bit. Now, I was actually in one of the shallower depths of snow out there in the West Metro, the Wemo, Chaska, Chaska and Buffalo both had 13.3 inches. But if you go to the top, do you know, have you heard of this town? Which one? Taunton. Ooh, I think I have heard of it. Um, I think it's but... northwest of Marshall, I believe I read. Okay. Anyway, it, uh, it topped the list. It got 21 inches of snow in Apple Valley. Got 20 inches. You said you were on the low end. Uh, we were actually right on the I'm Invergrove, so Egan, uh, Apple Valley, kind of right in that range there. We were on the uh, the upper end there. Yeah, so. you were. And we saw it. Like I said, our parking lot for the apartment was completely filled, and there were some spots that, because of the winds, those drifts were massive. And yeah. still today, people were trying to dig their vehicles out because it's just been completely covered. Um, Rosemount is right next to Apple Valley. Yep. And I had a, a buddy, former Twin Cities Live producer, Christian Unser, he was posting on his Instagram, and I saw the photo of the car in his driveway. It really, you know what's interesting? It's stacked up really impressively, and it actually looked like maybe in some parts of the metro, there wasn't as much wind, mm-hmm. because in Chaska, it blew, and so you would look out at a railing on your deck, and... It didn't look like it was accumulating, but then when I, you got, actually got out into your yard, you could certainly tell that it was. But down there, he was he was in Rosemount, and his car it was stacked as though it was just a downward. Like our snow went from left to right the whole time, whereas it looked like some went from top to bottom. Yep. And maybe that's what it was like a little bit more in the South Metro, maybe a little less wind, so that it really did just stack up more dramatically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had one completely section of our parking lot that you could just tell it was one half of the cars, there was probably a foot and a half of snow just Mm -hmm. barreled up against the side of their car, (laughs) and the other half looked like nothing happened. So it just kind of had that wind effect as well, but there was a, a lot of snow. No kidding. Now, you're in an apartment, so you don't have to shovel a walk, right? Correct. Do not. But I did have to shovel my car out of one of those uh, drifts oh, yesterday. Oh, what joy. Which was, yeah, that was fun. Nice and early in the morning. Yeah, I, I took the uh, vehicle in today, or, or yesterday, that was in the garage, so I didn't have to worry about it until last night. But last night, I came back up huffing and puffing because it was a lot. There was a lot of snow to move. Yeah, no mm-hmm. kidding. Um, some other snow total amounts that I see here. Uh, Prior Lake got 17 yep. and a half. Uh, Savage, 17.1. Burnsville, as we mentioned, they hit uh, 16.9 inches. Uh, see any other of no- Hopkins? I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's got a little over 16 inches as well. Uh, yeah, all the way down to, like I said, it, a foot. They, they were right here that a foot was kind of the, they called it a high floor high. High ceiling event, which means even if you don't get a ton, 
you're going to get about a foot. And that, mm-hmm. that checks out. 12 inches is what they got in St. Paul, Hugo, uh, St. Croix Falls, Columbia Heights, Coon Rapids, Zimmerman, all over the joint. Uh, I believe on record at the Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport, they ended up getting 13.1 inches. This was as of noon yesterday, which means tied for 23rd all-time. Um, so it, it didn't turn out to be one of those top 10 or top five, or at one point, even on Monday, when we were looking at 19 to 25 inches for the twin cities, had that fallen at the airport, had you gotten North of 21 inches, you become the number two snowstorm of all time in the twin cities Metro. So that was the point we were making yesterday. We don't normally get a lot of snow. It would, we don't get dumped on like this. So that's what made it noteworthy. The purchase that I think everyone should make, and then we will move on next segment from snow talk and get into uh, some entertainment chat. But the snowblower, and you don't need it. You're in an apartment. This is true, yep. Which is great. So mm-hmm. if they're clearing your walks for you, it is great. But I cannot stress to you the difference, even in fluffy snow, the difference that a snowblower makes, where you actually even get a little bit excited <laughs> when it snows. You know, it's uh, you're kind of, you become twisted and broken in that way. But I got this sucker, and it does a plug-in. Okay. So you can do... Um, I had a plug-in one before where in order for it to run, it was called the Snow Joe, and you had to keep it plugged in, which means the extension cord would either pull out of the snowblower or it would pull out of the wall out on the porch where you had it. Very, very irritating. And it was a heavy extension cord because different extension cords take different kinds of electricity or whatever. So you had to use a safer one, which is heavy. And it was and cold. Cold. So frozen. Yeah. Stiff. Mm-hmm. Knotted up. Brutal. So then last year, toward the end of the snow season, I think it was in late February, early March, I was like, I have to stop being cheap, and I need to just spend, I think I, I think I spent like $600, so it wasn't one of the crazy ones that are like, you can sp- if you want to spend 2000 bucks on a snowblower, mm-hmm. they'll sell you one. But it was higher up than the $100, $129 one that I got, So, but it has a plug-in to help you start it immediately. So you can pull the cord like you would a lawnmower. But this sucker, if it's a little chilly outside or it's been a minute since you've run it, you just plug it in, push a button, boom, now it's running, which was great. But you get out there, man, and you really start to feel like you're working for MnDOT. You you get to choose where it throws the snow, to the right or to the left, which Mm -hmm. is very exciting. There is a problem, which is if your neighbors have already cleared their driveway or their sidewalk... It's kind of tough to not get any of your new snow onto their driveway or onto their sidewalk. I came back in. My wife said, what are you doing? Why, why are you spraying the snow all around? I don't know. It's snow. I don't totally know what I'm doing out there. I'm just trying to get it off of our driveway. I wasn't trying to create a pile on anybody else's. But the, I mean, the backbreaking work that you save and, and the time that you save, too, because even when it is fluffy, after a while, once you've gone down with a shovel and then up again and down and up, and when you get the heavy, wet snow, that's that, you know, I hate to, but like the Widowmaker mm-hmm. snow where you've got somebody out shoveling snow and then boom, they're dead. Um, so, wow. Hi. Happy Friday, everybody. <laughs> uh, that's the, I, I'm Steve for snowblowers. Are you tired of dying literally <laughs> by a snowblower? But it is. It's one of those purchases. We, we were talking early, earlier this week about underrated purchases that people say are worth the money and a snowblower, a solid snowblower 
is really, really worth it. You ever operated one? I know you're I in an apartment not. now. That sounds, uh, sounds like a lot of power, though. Sounds like it's a lot of fun. It is. Mm-hmm. I'd want to just do, do the whole neighborhood at that point. Yeah, if you're out there and you don't have anything else to do that yep. day, it's easy to just go down and do the whole sidewalk, sure. help people out. So, uh, anyway, buy yourself a snowblower. Uh, when we come back, is there a Wayne's World 3 mm. on the way? I'll tell you which star put something out on social that has people talking. We'll get into that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Don and Steve, My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. It is the experience you will get Donna as advertised. Uh, she is a side hustle. A lot of us do. She works at a hardware store some days, and so she's there this morning. Um, presumably selling some snowblowers, Mike. I don't know. Good for her. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Her computer crapped out on her. Um, and so just totally, just totally went, you know what? She's going to be, she, first of all, she's going to be irritated when she comes in here. Okay. Preparing. She's going to be in a, a side studio. That's going to really irritate her because she's not a big fan of change. Um, maybe she'll kick me out. I don't know. But on top of that, she likely has a, a computer that is just like, tapping out Ugh, you know what i'm saying worse, yeah and so not only do you the the technology frustration when you've done all the things that you as the human are supposed to do in that relationship but yeah. the technology says eh, eh, i don't think so anymore for me working that is a really frustrating moment on top of that she's probably gonna have to spend a thousand or two thousand dollars to get a new good reliable computer setup so Let's just be um, warm. Yes, of course. And uh, welcoming. And if she needs us to listen, let's listen. Mm -hmm. If she's looking for a solution, we'll offer a solution. There we go. But we're going to be there for one way or another. So Debo will be in here Mm -hmm. in just a little bit. Have you seen Wayne's World? I have, yes, of course. I don't know if I've seen it the whole way through or not. Oh, okay. This this could be another one (laughs) that ends up being on my list at some point. I feel like when it came out, it was around 91, 92, something, something like that. Early 90s, yeah. So I would have been around 10 years old. It would have been maybe just a little bit above what I would be watching at that point in my life. But I feel like I saw it at some point. I saw sketches, Mm -hmm. SNL sketches. I always found Garth very funny in particular. And they had that Super Bowl commercial from a couple of years ago that everybody really liked. Well, now people are wondering, is there a Wayne's World 3 on the way? The reason they're asking this question is because of what Dana Carvey did. He posted a, a new photo of himself and Mike Myers as Garth and Wayne. News kind of in quotes here, though. Fans are trying to speculate if there's a message that could be coming through all this. If there is a third Wayne's World that's coming their way. Uh, in the picture, Garth has his back turned to the camera. is painting a portrait of Wayne. Wayne, who is... Laying down on the couch, delicately holding his arm with a limp wrist above his head. And so it's a you know, cute little funny thing. Paint me like your French girls, Garth. And Garth says, I like to paint. Oh, gotcha. And that's what it says in the, hmm. like in the caption. It Got says, it. Garth says, I like to paint. Hmm. Josh Gad, he commented, quote, please let it be three. And so maybe... I don't know if the internet's getting all, if they would have been as speculative, if celebrities weren't weighing in saying, oh, I hope this is a third. But as mentioned, back in 2021, they did get in costume for a Super Bowl ad. This was for Uber Eats. This could possibly be like a throwback photo from the set. The Titanic re-release is out right now, and it's got that Titanic vibe. So maybe that's why it made him think of this picture. That's why he posted it. Okay, so now we're sort of... 
just saying that could be it. We're debunking this a little bit here. So paint me like a French girl. Paint me like your French girl's girl. Yeah. What's the line? Yeah. So that's a line that I don't know that reference from. Okay. In Wayne's World, and this is why Hall. So that means that I haven't. If I did ever see it, it didn't stick stick enough for me to understand the pop culture reference. But is that a reference? Back to Titanic? That's a Titanic reference. I switched the word when in the movie Titanic, when Leo, he, she says, pay me like your French girls. And then she lays down on the couch, puts a hand up, and then he paints her. Well, that's what this is. I also famously have only seen disc two of Titanic. Got it. Okay. So I watched Titanic up at my cousin Ryan's house. How do they split that up? It's like iceberg and then disc two? It was what? all destruction. <laughs> okay, gotcha. It was any of the, the pomp and circumstance yeah. of, oh, we're on the Titanic. I saw none of that. Got it. Okay. I saw water rising. It was on two VHSs. Oh, wow. Because okay. it was a really long movie. Yeah. And so it was on two separate VHSs, and I've only ever seen the destruction gotcha. part of it. So, crap. There's a beautiful love scene in the, in the first uh, VHS that you missed where uh, I sure did. She's laying on the couch and he paints her because he's an artist. Oh, and didn't know that. She's wearing the heart of the ocean on her chest and near, so, far, wherever you yeah, are. There you go. Yep. So that's. Well, that's probably going to get added to the list at some point. I, I guess I should. To. I think both of these movies need to be added to the list. <laughs> I'm going to leave a note for Holly. Crap. I already have to watch This is Spinal Tap and I really got to remember to watch that. Uh, that's going to happen this week. Have you seen that? This, I this have not actually. No. Oh, really? Yeah. Not. Well, if you want to. Uh, Join the party. Sure. I. Where can we watch it? Let's find out where This Is Spinal Tap is streaming. Because it's all about that. And for a bunch of these, I'm like, oh, crap. Now i got to start a, you know, some kind of a two-week subscription with Showtime. I had to do that with Lost Boys. Yeah, I watched Lost Boys. That was one of the throwback ones. Uh, and Holly, if, if you're not aware of what we're talking about, these overdue movie reviews, we do them on Monday when I remember. And Holly slash Donna... They assign me something based on their shock and disappointment in movies that I haven't seen. Not suggesting that they're all wonderful movies. These aren't all on the AFI Top 100 movies you need to see before you die. But these are just like, oh, well, if you've seen that, you'll know this reference. You get the pop culture reference, exactly. I mean, it was like Mm -hmm. you just put me in a blender on that paint me like a (laughs) French girl. I had no... Idea. So they don't say that in Wayne's World because no, Wayne's World they, came out before Titanic. Did. No, no, they don't. Yeah, or, yeah, yep. yeah, I think so. Yeah, it did. Uh, yeah, twenty or uh, nineteen ninety seven was was Titanic. But uh, yeah, that's from that from that particular movie. So, and I'm assuming that's what they were referencing. So I don't know. I would love to see a third one. It'd be awesome. Yeah, it'd be good. So we'll see. We'll see if it's something. But we feel like we may have debunked it, and maybe it's not anything. But stick, follow Dana Carvey, I guess, on Instagram. To see if there are any other cryptic little Easter eggs that he might be putting out there that could help you piece the puzzle together. Uh, Mark Wahlberg, one of the one of the nicest celebrities that you'll chat with, name drop. I remember when I talked with Mark Wahlberg, he was sitting with Will Ferrell. Okay. And it was my first time ever getting to interview Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg for that matter. But I was really jazzed about interviewing Will Ferrell, who I just loved since his days on SNL. So you have all this buildup, and you're wondering, is this four minutes? That's all you get when you do these movie junkets. You get four minutes. It's, hi, I'm so-and-so from E. I'm so-and-so from Extra. And then they work it all the way down the line. I'm from Kansas, St. Louis, Steve from Reels in this case. And uh, you're hoping. This is for the movie The Other Guys, which is such an underrated, funny, 
buddy cop movie. The first five minutes of that movie is one of the greatest scenes that have ever been created in any movie ever. I watched that in <laughs> I watched that in a full theater. It was jam packed. It was like this press screener. It was jammed. So when there is something surprising <laughs> yeah. that happens early, you think of what I'm thinking? Yes. Aim for the bushes. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and when this happens, there the whole, the, the whole theater yes. was shocked. <laughs> we couldn't believe what we saw. It was just great. And then from there, I just found it so funny. So I'm interviewing the two of these guys. And it was one of the highlights of my career in that they were both, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell, so nice and just so laid back and funny yeah. with each other. And Mark Wahlberg is really sneaky funny. He was in it. They did a riff with each other. It was just, it was the best. So I've got some love for uh, Mark Wahlberg just for being so nice in real life. But uh, he was talking a little bit about how his uh, focusing on his faith has helped him to become a better version of himself. Um, he was talking about this on the Today Show on Ash Wednesday, a couple of days ago now, where he he was there, had you know ash and cross on his forehead, as is the uh, the tradition there. And Mark told the Today Show host Savannah Guthrie, he said, "quote I don't want to jam it down anybody's throat, but I don't deny my faith. That's an even bigger sin. It's not popular in my industry, but I cannot deny my faith. It's important to me to share that with people. I have friends from all walks of life and different types of faiths and religions, so it's important to respect and." honor them as well. Uh, but he, he also went, went on from that to talk about the importance of discipline, which is something uh, that uh, Catholics, which Mark Wahlberg is, focus on during Lent, which leads up to Easter Sunday, that discipline usually in the form of, what are you going to give up? Are you going to are you gonna give up something for the next 40 days, something that you naturally would want, you naturally reach for? Um, and then in those moments, you know, you're disciplined, you don't, and maybe you then replace that with prayer, reflection, etc. But he went on to say, once I started getting into movies and I transitioned from music, hashtag Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, I realized I needed a lot of discipline in my life. And that discipline has afforded me so many other things. So I want to share that with people, whether that's with fasting, working out more, he's jacked, detaching from other things and just spending more time with God in prayer or in thoughtful reflection. Those things are important to me. Um, I also didn't know this. Mark Wahlberg is also a spokesperson for the Catholic prayer app Hallo, H-A-L-L-O. So didn't know about that. But, you know, it's interesting. You don't, you know, I mean, you usually don't hear actors talking faith too much. You know, it's it's a little bit rare. To, what, and Mark Wahlberg is saying, look, it's not popular in my industry. Um, so that was, you know, just sounded a little different there. He also talked about discipline, though, and I think that's such a good thing. I woke up the other day early and uh, unintentionally early. It was like 4.15, couldn't fall back asleep, so around a little before 5, I got up. So I start just prepping for radio. This was yesterday when we were doing the shoot with Kelly and Ryan. So I was like, let's just focus on radio. Let's get a little mental dump there. I was reminded of how, how satisfying it is to wake up before other people in my house and to wake up a little bit earlier and to give myself more margin sure. in the morning. And that is, you know, obviously requires discipline to consistently do that. My son, I had done a, a one-week challenge with my daughter before. My 10-year-old son asked, can we do the 5.30 a.m. challenge? Which is where the me and just one of the kids would wake up at 5.30 for a week. 
we just put music on and we read for the first 30 minutes and then, you know, chat a little bit. So now he is forcing me to be disciplined next week. He asked if we could do it next week, so we're going to do it next week. If anybody wants to join along, the 5.30 a.m. wake-up <laughs> challenge, and I know you're all eager to, uh, I will be doing it along with my son, Grayson. But it was great because I, as I thought, man, this feels good. I feel better about my day. I do take a nap in the afternoon, but I went to bed too late. But if you get into that rhythm, um, you it just pays such dividends. And there was a guy I once heard say, Life is pain. So once you realize it's either the pain of discipline, which is what Mark Wahlberg was talking about, or it's the pain of regret. So with waking up early, it's either a pain when your freaking alarm goes off at 5 or 5.30 or 6, whatever time that is for you, or it's the pain of waking up at your normal time and knowing, crap, this is not the ideal morning that I was looking for. Now time's a little bit more crunch. I didn't have a little time of reflection, reading, prayer, meditation, whatever it might be for you. So once I heard somebody say that, it made such an impact on me because I really look to find a life that is void of pain. I want comfort. <laughs> sure. I am a big fan. What a big fan of comfort. <laughs> Love comfort. Um, but once you realize pain, life really is pain. It's the pain of discipline or it's the pain of regret. One way or another, it's going to hurt. But one the hurt leads to something good. The other one, the hurt, is just irritating. Speaking of irritating, uh, Donna's feeling irritated right now. She is en route to us because she had a major technological uh, fail at home. Not her fault, her computer's fault, but she's going to make her way in here. So she'll be back on the air in just a little bit. When we return, we'll get into a little, if you see something, say something. If you are an American Girl doll fan, or if you have a daughter or a granddaughter or grandson or a son who is into American Girl dolls, they're about to make you feel old. Guess what they just included in their historical collection? Oh boy, gag me with a spoon. We'll get into that when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. I'll turn my mic on, you'll hear me even better. Hey, it's Steve for the Canopy Group. You know, uh, a lot of Minnesotans, like the overwhelming majority of Minnesotans, kind of do their insurance. I don't want to say the wrong way. I don't want to offend you if that's how you do it, but it might not be the best way. Why? Because you might be working with one agent who represents one company. And when it's time to give you a quote on your homeowners and your auto insurance, you get one quote. That is, uh, one quote means you got no other options besides that, so you're not really in a position of leverage to save. Paul Borker, Jeff McDonald, they thought, eh, there's got to be a better way, right? So they created the Canopy Group. The Canopy Group does it totally differently. They have 40 specialists who work on your behalf, and they take your situation. They turn to their 16 different insurance companies that they have formed relationships with and partnered over time. And they say, hey, guys, guess what? We've got a uh, new potential client for you. Fight it out for her business. You can start saving today. You hardly have to lift a finger. You go to thecanopygroup.com and then click get a quote. What up, my nerds? Hey, happy Friday. You did it. You made it through the week. It was snowy out there, guys, and you did it. You you get a two-day break now, unless you work weekends. And then this is like your Monday. So, hey, it's cool for you, too. It's Don and Steve. My Talk 107.1, where talk is fun. Uh, we've got Donna Valentine joining the program here in just a moment. Uh, Zamboni has been with us all morning, and he will be with us all morning but why don't we do a little something where when we see things what we do is we say things hey if you see something say something oh that is catchy huh time for if you see something say something with donna and steve if you see something say something come on and party tonight hey want to feel old 
All right. American Girl Dolls. And there used to be a really big American Girl Doll store at Mall of America. I think it's gone now. I think. Or did they just put it in? I don't know. It doesn't matter, guys. Here's the story. There are They have a historical collection, American Girl Dolls. And so what they've done is they have uh, introduced two new dolls from the 90s in their historical collection. You would think old-timey powdered wigs like sure. Martha Washington. <laughs> no, try 1999. I mean, what is happening here? They, they have names. They are Isabel and Nikki. They're supposed to be twins. They're decked out in their 90s gear. So Isabel, the American Girl doll, she wears a cable knit sweater with a collared shirt underneath, plus knee-high socks and platform heels. So she looks like a character from Clueless, kind of. Nikki, however, a little more grunge, and her bio says she's a skater. She comes with a flannel shirt, it's tied around her waist, and her hair's got blonde highlights in front. They've also got accessories that are sold separately, including, and this is where I think it gets pretty fun. There's a clear pink backpack that's fun. There's a beret with pins on it. Okay, cool. How about this? And uh, Zamboni, this will mean something to you. I know we're in the same time frame at school here. A personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut that comes with a book it pin. I could read that phrase to my kids. They wouldn't have a clue what I'm talking about. It would would mean nothing to them. I think over half the books I've read in my life have been a result of the Book It program because you wanted to earn that pizza. It was all about the Mm -hmm. pizza. And we cannot stress this uh, enough. The pizza was, I think, about $3. Uh, You don't realize that as a kid, though. No, because you're like, wait a minute. So if I do school stuff, you will reward me with pizza that I get to take in a certificate and present it to Pizza Hut employees. And they'll say, okay, you want to order personal pan pizza? Fine. That's going to be X amount of real currency. And you say, au contraire, mon frere. How about this book it pin? I read a book this month. That was either genius or the start of the obesity pandemic or (laughs) epidemic. I don't know which which was which, but we're now blaming both educators and Pizza Hut for our uh, sluggishness. Now, a little bit earlier, I promised you, Mike, I told you, I warned you. I said, when Donna comes in, there's going to be, she's going to be irritated, okay? Because she had a technology fail this morning that wasn't her fault. Sometimes technology craps the bed. And it's just, there's nothing more irritating than when you've done, as the human in the relationship, you've done all the right things, and then your computer just sucks. But if I could have had a camera on Donna when she just walked into this room, if you would have seen the irritated look that she gave me to find out that I am sitting in her chair. <laughs> I, and it was sustained. The look was like, Mike, I'm going to show you the no, look. It, no, it, it whoa, Donna. what it was about. You pointed over to me and you. she looks at me, Mike, and then she goes. <laughs> and I was like, like I'm well, Archie Bunker. When, yeah, chair. when you're not here. This is where I sit and then I see uh, no, Mike and then here's my confusion. <laughs> I thought we were both broadcasting from home the entire week. Oh. I had no I was never in a million years expecting to see you in this building. Really? Yeah. I was here on Monday too. I stayed home during the snowy days on Wednesday and third well, Wednesday was a joke. Uh. Um 
but on Thursday. But no, I'm here. Okay. Hey, man. Hey, bruh. How's it going? So one of the reasons we thought you might be irritated this morning, Donna, is because it's already frustrating. Technology, like when a computer freezes, it's that's deeply annoying. But also the fact that I, if you've had a couple of problems this week, mm-hmm. you this frustration might now come with a price tag mm-hmm. of like maybe a thousand bucks or something. No! I don't know. You might no. need a new computer. I probably need a new battery. I charged oh. my computer the whole night. I plugged it in. And then while we're talking, what? you were asking me wow. about uh, Alec Baldwin and his not guilty plea. And I was all ready to tell you all about it. And then ooh, my computer yeah. screen just went extremely low battery. I'm like, what? And then I thought I could either deal with this for the whole show or I could get in my car right now and take off. And so I thank God I was wearing pants. <laughs> but hey, pretty good timing. I yeah, left I mean, it about 20 after. Well, you know, if I might congratulate us, we now the morning show has the worst alarm clock time. Absolutely. Right? But listen, they're ballers. They're doing the private jet lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Jason I Matheson buys a business every week. He's like, I like that restaurant. It's mine now. Boom. <laughs> so presumably things are good, but they have a really tough alarm clock time. But we have the worst commute time. We do. It's, you know, it's rush hour. But, but the so best what, hours. What you experience, what, the best hours. What you experience was driving in in the nine o'clock hour, a yeah. breeze. It's like, what? Especially on a Friday. The road is mine, baby. Anyway, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. So for the things that people don't care about at home, um, we're, we have to change these seats. Because I'm right now in Donna's chair, which is like the, the driver's chair. So this is the Don and Steve show it's contractually. Like the, the, the captain's. Yes. Uh, and yes. I, and that's the co-pilot over there. <laughs> right. You are the captain. I'm the co-pilot. And the other thing is none of my settings are on this computer. Yes. And probably maybe the same for you. Yeah. Or? Most of the stuff is there. Uh. But I can't podcast from here, which is irritating. So oh. days that you've not been here uh, when you've been out ill. I, I then set that up as a podcast computer during commercial sure. breaks. I run over there. It's a, it's a whole thing. But yeah, don't say that out loud because if our boss hears that, she don't like that. No, it sounds like we're working extremely no, efficiently. She's already yelled at me for it. When she was like, why are you doing that while you're on the air? I'm like, I'm not on the air. I'm in a commercial break. Well, shouldn't you be prepping for your next segment? You get away with a lot. It's not calculus. I'm leaving. If you've read I... the article already, you've already studied. This isn't a calculus test. I know. Fred's, we're talking pop culture. I hear ya. Anyway, did you guys miss me? What happened? Mm. What did you guys talk about? You know, Pizza and farts and <laughs> sports. What no, else? You're, you're stereotyping men right now, Donna. <laughs> uh, we talked about a variety of things. What we did not yet talk about, though, which would really stereotypically qualify under bro talk, uh, as Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his darkness retreat, where he goes into the dark, into a cave in Oregon, to find mental clarity and to make a good decision. I think this is what happened when he started dating Kooky. What's Who's her Kooky? name? You know, his Kooky girlfriend. Oh, I know who, eats who you mean. Who okay, Shailene yeah. Woodley. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I think that's what happened. I think she had, you know, an influence on him. And he's like, oh, yeah, man, let's get some more incense. There is a great meme or this gif that's out there, and it says uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers emerging from his darkness retreat. 
And it's this wildlife team that is trying, like wildlife rescue or whatever. They're trying to go in with this long, like a broomstick, and they slide open this green dumpster sliding door that there's a, a raccoon inside of it. Slide yeah. it open, and then boom, the raccoon shows up. He's got two hands up on the top of it, two hands down at the bottom, and pure darkness inside of the dumpster behind him. And it says Aaron Rodgers emerging from his darkness That's retreat. Amazing. Looking around like, what's going on out here? I love it. What did I miss? Anyway. I'm gonna take off. No, Donna, no, you just you just Fine. got here. All right. Uh, when we come back, we will get into a little music news, uh, some FCC complaints about the Super Bowl. Say what? We'll get into that a little bit.